0: people coming at 5.30 so I need to be oh, done <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't go we, that long. but you know
1: you and I generally have some really good discussions this, could be you fun, I know. Yes. Okay.
0: this is the interview podcast from the Why Millbank podcast studio in downtown Millbank, South Dakota where we sit down with someone with a connection to Millbank at, at whatever level uh, and just figure out who they are um, in the words of Ben Harstead what they are and uh, where Millbank fits in their story. Today we have a A guest that I've tried for about three years to schedule something. I mean, mean, in my end, I haven't, like, said, you haven't turned me down. I don't want to start that. (laughs) But, um, Kathy Tyler is with us from the, I don't know, I don't know, have you, you, how long have you been in Millbank? Since 1973.
1: A couple years. Yep. A long (laughs) time.
0: Awesome. Uh, Welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome to, uh. The studio nice to have you in here uh, you. W- we are in today we're specifically here because you was it a week ago two weeks ago you um
1: it came des- out in the papers last week
0: okay so you decided to do what
1: Uh, Well, it really was, it was kind of a decision that was made for me. Um, I had uh, been in the legislature and elected to the legislature in 2012. So I served in 2013 and 2014, and then had run a couple of times after that. And I was at the point in my life where I said, you know, it's okay, I will help other people run and get other people elected. And I had, um, as the legislative chair in District 4, I had, uh, we had three really, really good candidates running on the Democrat side. That's, okay. I'm a Democrat, this way it is. And um, come to find out that right to the first part of August, I sat down with Melissa and she goes, Kathy, she says, um, I'm afraid I can't run. I'm I'm some personal problems. So and mm-hmm. we talked it over and she was fine. I mean, it's nothing, you know, she's healthy and that sort of thing. And basically it came down that she just couldn't put the time in into running. And uh, so I said, okay, fine, that's okay. And so then I was asked to run to fill her spot and and after talking to my husband about it, we said, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it. And uh, so I'm running for the District 4 House, again, as I did in 2012 and 2014. Oh, so not the Senate. No, it's okay. not the Senate. It's the all House right, so, this time. So
0: this is the same seat you held
1: yes. four years yeah. ago? Uh, in 2013 and 2014, yeah. okay. yep.
0: So were you thinking that you would do this and yeah. it just happened to work out that no, you, you were I, in that thought process?
1: Was, this was not on my list at all. I had gone through my cupboards. I had... Everything is gone. I've thrown away basically everything. All my records. This was something that I wasn't going to do again ever. And so it was not even in my thought process until I was asked to run again. And then it's just there's a time frame on that. So you mm-hmm. have to withdraw by like August 7th. And then the new if there's a person going into that spot, they have to be. Uh, nominated by the county chairs and then um, presented to the Secretary of State by August 14th. And so there was kind of a time frame there. So it was just... So this. Ju- yeah.
0: you made it under the wire.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. I made it under the wire. Why? Why? Because as I look at... I'm going to start crying here. I get really emotional. <laughs> you know, because I thoroughly... First of all, I thoroughly enjoyed being a legislator. I did. Um, I, when I was out in Pierre as a legislator in 2013 and 2014, and then as I was House Secretary in the next two years, I received so many good comments about the type of legislator that I was, that I was honest, that I listened and that sort of thing. And I think I brought a common sense attitude to the legislature. Um, I look at what's happening both statewide and nationwide. You know, South Dakota's like number three for being corrupt and that sort of thing. And, and Things like Wait, that. You mean like
0: like the third most
1: corrupt? Yeah, the third most corrupt in the United States. You know, and uh, you look at, it's, uh, it's it's a one-party system. And so um, then I look at my kids and my grandkids. I'm going, you know what? If I want a South Dakota that I want them to be proud of, someone needs to go in and make sure that it, it gets to that point and stays at that point.
0: Do you think that is just a, a snapshot of the, the actual demographics of the state?
1: Excuse me, I'm not understanding the question. That. Well,
0: it, to be a one-party state, is um, it kind of... I mean, oh theoretically, yeah, that's, I mean, that's who gets voted in.
1: That's, that's, it is. It's, um, uh, it's interesting because I come from Marshall County up by... Well, Roberts County system, Britain area. And everybody up there is a Democrat. And it's just really, really amazing. And so I'm not understanding. As you see society change or as you see the societal um boundaries in south dakota is definitely very definitely a a republican state but that's changing drastically in that the number of independents out there Mm -hmm. is right up there with the number of you know democrats and republicans and that sort of thing and um so there's yeah it's it's changing
0: what does democrat mean in south dakota
1: what does it mean to me or what does it mean to others you me as a democrat i see someone who really cares about the people and um who we care about we care about the mental health of people we want to make sure that they have access to uh, a good education we want to make sure that they have access to health care um that um that they're paid fine, you know, have a decent salary so that they can have a good life. That To me, that's what a Democrat is in South Dakota. Well, what a Democrat is, personally. Um, Sometimes we get this label of being really, really liberal, and I'm going, sometimes I take that as an insult to be labeled as liberal because the definition of liberal in California is a whole lot different than the definition Mm -hmm. of liberal in South Dakota. I mean, yeah, just totally different. But
0: um, one of the things that I'm curious about because i think that that we i tend to fall on the other side of politics. Oh, i understand. That. Um and so i'm i'm intrigued because i think we probably sit on the same side on a lot of things.
1: Oh, i think. And
0: so my question okay to you yep. here in the room. Does the the national, the one like like the group, the the media pushed the national-pushed mm-hmm. agenda mm-hmm. of the Democrats nationally, does that have an effect? Like, does that... Um, I'm presuming you don't stand for everything that the national party
1: stands That's for. That's exactly right.
0: So how, how can you convince somebody in a red state like mm-hmm. we are that you being in the same camp visually mm-hmm. whether you agree or not at mm-hmm. a personal level but visually be in that same camp as the national party democratic how, how can you convince someone that you won't be a rubber stamp to that
1: and that's a really good question and uh, i'm not saying that because i'm a politician because i don't like politics anyway but it's interesting as, as being part of the democrat party and and listening to people who have gone at the democrat convention The central, the Midwest states, you look at North Dakota, South Dakota, probably not Minnesota, but some of those others, especially the Westerns, you know, they have actually gone to the Democrat National Convention or to the Democrat National people and Mm -hmm. said, hey, look, you guys aren't talking about us at all. You know, there's a Midwestern Democrat that is much more conservative than what you see, you know, on television or spouting off this or that. And how do we convince? I think we convince it by living and just by education, you know, and. It's 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 basically a fight, you know. You, you Facebook, oh my gosh, all the liberals, da, da 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 da, you know, Democrats, and they 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 tout this this and this, and I'm going, oh my gosh, you know, you can't generalize like that because South Dakota Democrats are different. Mm-hmm. Well, some there we go. Some South Dakota Democrats are mm-hmm. different, and so that's what you advertise. That's what you tout. That's the life that you live. So the
0: question I have is, let's just say that the South Dakota Democrats mm-hmm. that that we'll, we'll right. put those in category. Sure, they get enough. To push the legislature in South Dakota mm-hmm. to the blue side. Yep. What is to keep that from not just becoming? Hey, now we have one more, and so from the the bigger monster of the National Democrat Party, how does the how do you keep South Dakota from not becoming um, useless at, at at your at your position, which is probably pretty correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you keep that from not just being a rubber stamp for the national agenda?
1: Because I look at the people that are on the ballot, and I know a lot of them from the governor on down, and there are so few of those that that go by the national agenda. They're, they're a South Dakota Democrat. And I'm not going to say that, you know, if you get the Democrat majority for the next 20, 30 years like it has been with the Republican, that things aren't going to be corrupt. I mean, it's just, who's ever it's in politics. power is politics. It's what happens. It's horrible. It is. <laughs> no, it is. Absolutely. It's, it's just the way that it is, you know. Um, Absolute power begets absolute power, you know, and um, but look again, looking at the people who are running. And um, I mean, I'm looking from the top all the way down and I know those people. And it's really kind of cool to be able to have, you know, Billy Sutton Mm -hmm. uh, in my contact list (laughs) because I know the man And, and the other people. It's just it's not going to happen right away. But then the Republicans, that's the way it was when they first got into power. Also, it wasn't their way either right away. It just happens. That's why it has to be even you know super majorities are not good
0: but if it's a a popular vote yep is it technically bad Now, it's it's bad for the minority obviously because that they mm-hmm. didn't get their mm-hmm. their agenda but is that a bad thing if the majority of okay. the state yep votes that way yep is that not what the majority wants
1: why did the majority vote that way where where was the where was, what were those people campaigning on that the majority of the people voted for them? Okay, if you are voting the National Democrat or you are voting the National Republican, that's what you're going to get. If you're going to vote the South Dakota Democrat or the South Dakota Republican or the South Dakota Independent, which there are a whole lot of, then that's what you're going to get. And if the majority doesn't like what they want, then they can change it. So I don't know if I'm really answering your question. I'm just kind of tossing ideas out right now. So forgive me if, if you keep, keep badgering that's me, I'll I probably about, get to the point. That's
0: what I love about free speech is you get to say what you want
1: Yeah, and yeah. think out loud. That's, yeah. Jordan that's,
0: Peterson that's, says that. It's brilliant. Yeah. Because that, that's the value of freedom of speech yep. it's not so you can say anything you want. It's so you can think out loud mm-hmm. and think anything. Because it, maybe you'll end up being wrong and that's okay.
1: And it's interesting because as you as you're in the legislature and being the minority party, and I was very deaf and even being part of the minority party, is that as the, to this power begetting power is that, you know, from what I'm seeing is that the Democrats, and again, very few of them, I mean, because there are so few out there, is that they're much more open. I mean, their caucus is open, they're willing to discuss. I've had lobbyists I've had people from the main office say, Kathy, we need to do." De- elect more Democrats out here because the Republicans are so closed up. But again, that's that power struggle that has to be broken just a little bit. I feel anyway.
0: And it's so quite likely that where the tables turned exact opposite, it could be the same way, the other direction. Eventually
1: I see that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah.
0: Do you think that a straight up 50, 50 split is best?
1: Ooh, that would be an interesting split. I'd like to see that. Um, Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know right now. I think it would be a very interesting split. There would be a lot of good... Their discussion is going to be forced. You know, compromise will be forced. And so, ah, I'd like to see that. Do you
0: think state legislatures has their hands in more than they should right now?
1: Does the state legislature have its hands? Um, The immense number of bills that were introduced last year... By people who are trying to control everything from townships to counties to cities to whatever. Probably yes.
0: I'm a fan of a smaller government across oh, the board.
1: Absolutely. Trying and I'm just curious.
0: That. And local and state, I believe, has they have more. Uh, they they should be given more power to control more local
1: issues. And you know what's really interesting is that as you're running for this and as being more involved, with it, basically your county commission and your city councils have more power mm-hmm. than a legislator does. Should they? Absolutely. Okay. It, this They know They know their county. They know their city. They know what the people want. And if the people don't let them know what they want, that's the people's problem. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so. Because that, um, that's
0: that first connection.
1: There you go. That's that first connection. Absolutely.
0: So why are you running for state then?
1: You know, that's because I was asked to. Um, way back in 2012 or whatever, someone came up to me and asked me if I wanted to run. And I went, oh, you've got to be kidding. Oh, my gosh. And I, I laughed out loud. It, but. And again, some it had always been kind of in the back of my mind, and I don't know why. It's just, um, it's not a power play by any means, shape or form. It's just, yeah. I, I, there's just something that says, Kathy, you need to be out there, and um, that's so why. I don't know. Do I feel I have more power? No, I don't think I think I bring, or I brought. Uh, a logical, common sense approach to a lot of things out there. You know, you get you sponsor a bill or you talk against a bill or for a bill, and they say, "Oh my gosh, you're for or against this." And a lot of times, a bill just because it's for making sure that all computers have black monitors, you vote against it doesn't mean that you're against black monitors. It means you're against the stupid bill because it was not a bill in the f- mm-hmm. good bill in the first place. Keep government out of it. I mean, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, so
0: <laughs> are we so far down the road that you have to have explanations for every thought you have
1: now? Pretty much so, really? because you get tracked and you get tracked on, um, you know, because everything's taped or you know, it's mm-hmm. all recorded. And uh, so then, um, if you don't explain exactly why you did what you did, and even sometimes if you do explain exactly why you did what you did, you're either going to be praised or crucified. Either one, yeah. Especially on the on the on the technical on the tough bills. Yep.
0: Where do you think that stemmed from? Like that that idea that you now um, you are weighed and found wanting depending on 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 how your position is like a one one position
1: um i think depending on how hard in some cases it's how badly the opposite party wants to get you out of office you know they'll pick a testimony or they'll pick a bill Mm -hmm. and pick a phrase that you said or something and take it out totally out of context and just blast it or um and it's a, there they're, they're have become so many fringe groups, so many absolute groups, you know, that, that, that they're just on one thing. Why? Why? Because there are people who are passionate about an issue and mm. and that's not good or bad. That's not what I'm saying. But in that passion, are they not listening to proof, testimony from both sides, you know, are are they, are they getting all the facts or are they proclaiming their passion, um, on just on what they believe and not what is actually known.
0: Do you think some of that stems out of government getting their hands in so many things? Like when you start controlling certain things, then, and you start campaigning and I'm really thinking national, like for Mm -hmm. me at the national level, I think the national government is way bigger than it should be. They do, they they try to control more than they should. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then you start getting people that campaign on a single issue. Right. And then you get, and it's an issue that perhaps they have no business being involved in at a government level. Right. And so I think, and I'm wondering if you, if you have, if you agree with me. Okay. That these, these small special interest groups, let's call them. Okay. That have a one, one position Mm -hmm. that they are really pushing for and if, they're going to put you on their list if you are for or against, yep. and they're going mm-hmm. to publish that all over.
1: It's called postcard bills. Forget everything else. <laughs> yep.
0: But they're going to have that one issue. Mm-hmm. Is that because the government's actually doing something about that issue and they want to control that piece of it? And then it, maybe it's an issue they shouldn't have any business being in.
1: In some cases, probably. Um, I wouldn't say in all cases. Um, boy, that's a really good question. I've got to think about that one for a little bit. I'm sure that in some cases it is. Um, but then again, someone just gets, maybe, or maybe it's even that the government hasn't done something for somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And so the, I, I've got to think about that one. I'm going to back off of that one just a little bit. Oh, whatever. Sorry. No. <laughs> oh, gee. No, I, I, I
0: appreciate that. Yeah,
1: I got to do some thinking there. I hadn't thought about it that way.
0: Um, uh, An example. Okay. Um, is kind of people that campaign on welfare. Okay. So whether the nation, at the national level where the in the U.S. national government should be involved in welfare mm-hmm. um, now becomes a political campaign issue because yep. they are involved in it. Whether they should right. be or not, that's beside the point. Right. But because they're involved in it, we now have a thing, a, a voter issue mm-hmm. that can be campaigned on solely. Right. So if they weren't involved in that discussion, if that was a state issue only, then that now wouldn't even be.
1: That's right. An issue. That's
0: true. That's true. So is it possibly because government is getting too big that we we now have created a monster of all these little tiny interest groups?
1: still an interesting concept. I think that, you know, look, I'm paying taxes and my taxes are going to give welfare to this person who is abusing it. I saw so-and-so in the grocery line buying Coke and whatever else, cigarettes with
0: Mm -hmm. snap,
1: which Mm -hmm. they can't do. Okay, you know, and those stories well, get up. Maybe they're
0: using the cash that they had for that rather than buying. Right, right,
1: mm-hmm. you know, and there are certain rules there, but it's, it's what people see and what gets them up, you know, and, and I think it's also a sense of fairness. Well, if she can buy or he can buy this, this, and this and use their little food stamps, whatever, and I can't, I, I think there's that part of it. Um, I, so I think there's a sense of fairness and unfairness. I think there's a sense of that's my money and they're not using it wisely. I'm being cheated or that person is cheating, on the welfare program or whatever. Um, If it was at the state level, there's two sides to that too because then there would be such an inequity, which there already is in the Medicaid type of thing. You know, what one state can offer Medicaid wise versus what another state offers Medicaid wise. But that's because
0: the federal government's involved.
1: Right, but states can still determine what they do with their Medicaid program. Right,
0: but the money comes from federal.
1: Right, absolutely. Right. So, so yeah. if if
0: there was zero federal money for this, right. it might change things greatly.
1: Right, but then then you're looking at, yeah, I agree, and then there would be a, such an inequity in the states because some states are richer states mm-hmm. than others, or they but tax differently. Do you think that could adjust itself
0: over time? And and are, and are we afraid to allow it to adjust itself?
1: Wow. I guess if you have, I'm just going to use Minnesota, mm-hmm. just because. And I, I not I don't I don't know all the facts. I'm just using Minnesota. I'm going to use Minnesota and South Dakota. Okay, so Minnesota has a superb welfare program. Okay, you live in Minnesota and you make under twenty five thousand dollars a year, and you get free medical, you get a uh, thousand, you know, five hundred dollars a month in groceries, whatever. Okay, versus in South Dakota, there's basically nothing and that these are not i'm just using these as examples please sure. don't take right. this as facts this
0: is not fact okay. number people
1: this is not fact this is an idea and so it's a thought we're thinking here so if i'm sitting there trying to decide where i want to work where am i going to go you know i'm probably going to go someplace that's going to support me a little bit better and as i go there and as i work i will be putting into their tax system Hmm. and then south dakota is going to lose all these people they're going to lose the good people or maybe the poor people and maybe the poor people will all move out we won't have to worry about it anymore. Hmm. Will it ever balance itself out? That's a good question. I don't know if it would or not. I, I don't know how much time it would take for it to balance itself out. I I, I don't think it would. I, are I we really afraid don't. to
0: try? Are we too far down the road to oh, really let it try? we are so far down the road really? to let that try. So the monster yeah. is too big.
1: Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think the programs that we have now and whether it's welfare or whatever – um, how do you backstep those, boy? Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, they're getting better, you know, and um, there there are some work requirements for SNAP and all that sort of thing. But, boy, that's you know, where do you cut back on that? Where do you cut back so that you don't hurt a group of people in some way that they can't recover? I don't know. That's a really good thought. It would have to be studied. There you go. Let's look at it. Well, know? but is is this
0: part of the issue too? We got to study everything so so much that nothing gets done.
1: But you need to. You can't unilaterally make a decision that will and you can see you know the unilateral decisions they don't go over it all can you unilaterally make a decision that affects thousands of people
0: do you a, think that the government should be in the welfare business
1: wow I think that the government has to be in the welfare business in some way, shape, or form. Wasn't the question. I know. Okay. Should it be? Should, should it be? Now, in, should, in, in the
0: monster it, size we have now, you it may be, be very true right. that it needs to be, but should it be? should
1: it be? So if it wasn't, if it was an ideal situation, who would take care of the poor? The church. Okay. Which they used to do. Exactly. And I've heard that discussion a lot. Would the churches be able to take care of, now this is going to bring up another question. So if we got rid of the welfare system and we had decent salaries for everybody, (laughs) you know, where that they could live on what they make, would the churches be able to still sustain the population that Cannot support itself. What happens if there's a medical emergency that it costs you a million dollars for your cancer treatment? But would Can, it? But would it?
0: Because would, it, it, I mean, realistically, the reason medical care is so expensive, there are other factors that push that out. Oh, up, absolutely. Oh, a lot yes. of it has to do with the way medical insurance is used right. and abused. Yep. And the way medical insurance is set up now, it used to be, I mean, way before I was born, mm-hmm. way back, the idea of insurance was catastrophic. Yes. It wasn't designed, I have a cough, yep. I'm going to go to the doctor and get insurance to pay for it. That's right. And so right. the problem is we have switched that. We've yep. turned it to where, oh, my neck hurts, I'm going to go to the doctor. And so you get a little a little yeah. medicine, and then insurance doesn't pay for it? Well, gosh darn it, how come?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting comment, because I was talking to an insurance agent one time, and he said one of the reasons for the high medical costs is because we expect to be cured. Yeah. We expect to be healthy. When we go to a doctor, we expect that pain to be taken away, and- um sometimes it's just not going to and uh, you then i'm gonna go one more step further is that we have a real problem with the idea of death in our country you know um you look at from for the for the dying oh i've got i'm gonna get these numbers off but how there's a huge percentage of medical costs are are um there because of trying to save the dying there there's no proper end of life type of thing and um You know, it's that that treatment for that last few weeks or the last few months of life. What kind of treatment do you want? You know, and that's a whole nother topic. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But that is a real big chunk of. I think uh, it's a
0: for real discussion that should be had.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I was listening to some podcast or whatever on the way home one time. And and there is a hospital or a town in Wisconsin that just does that. And what they have saved just because the doctors, that's the doctors are sitting down and having having that end of life discussion Mm -hmm. with these people, you know okay do you want to live two weeks of a really really good life or do you want six months on a tube mm-hmm. you know and so it's, it's interesting that's a whole other conversation Yeah. but, yeah. but, but, but that's I, part I of
0: think it. it's right. it's all part of the game
1: and going back to the welfare question wow that's a tough one I don't know if your churches and your social organizations as of right now would be able to handle all of the situations that we have I, I, I really don't so that's where I'm at right now so then could we so could government
0: could, should be in the business of welfare I mean, is your answer in today, like, yes, they should?
1: Should they? They have to be. Not to the extent that they are. Okay. You know, and I'm going to go back a little bit farther. One more thing, too, is that, okay, so you have, again, I'm tossing out numbers. Absolutely, yeah. Let's say you have 2 million people on, well, the SNAP program, they actually do have to work. Okay, but something that you're expecting, too, is that, okay, I don't want you on welfare. So you need to go get a job, and we will train you for that job and that sort of thing. Okay, but I also have you also have two children. Okay, where's the daycare provider for those two children? Mm-hmm. You know, there's such a there's such a, a a web here that is woven that. Okay, yes, you have to go to work, but what do I do with your you know what are we gonna do with your children? We need to provide daycare, but where's that? That's not possible. You know, and there's yeah. So anyway. But do yeah. you think
0: that there could be, like, if the government said, okay, we are done managing welfare, mm-hmm. do you think that would create such a vacuum that it would just create just all, all, not maybe not instantly, but really quick, these people that see the need and there's a void that needs filled and they would jump? Or are we, as a government, are we too afraid to try that?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh, can you imagine all the votes that are going to be lost? <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it would. I would like to see it tried as a pulling back and cleansing of what is being done now. Maybe changing, but pulling it all out. I would. I'd be. I would be hesitant there. Okay, I, I have yeah. a question for you. Then. Okay. Well,
0: oh, two, and they're, they're not. Okay, they're different. I'm going to stay in the healthcare for a second. Okay, what does access to healthcare mean? to you
1: access to healthcare Mm -hmm. means that when I break my leg Mm -hmm. I can go to the hospital and I will not have to pay a $60,000 bill to have my leg fixed I don't I won't have to worry about it why why Um, first of all because it's too big of a bill and second of all that $60,000 bill for whether it's I don't even have a clue how much my shoulder costs. but anyway why should I make you pay for my health care I should have an ins- oh, well, What aren't you though technically
0: if, if we go to a everyone gets health care you know get it paid for isn't that forcing see, everyone then to know, pay the bill no matter what
1: this whole medicare for all thing I'm having a hard time with that because I haven't studied it enough and I know that it sounds really really good you know my gosh everybody gets medicare insurance and that sort of thing or everybody's on medicare whatever and um I was on a trail ride last week, and I sat next to a gal from Canada and uh they they have a whole different health system mm-hmm. said, everybody you you go to your hospital you, mm-hmm. you whatever and I said, well how are what about the salaries she said the doctors and the nurses in the hospitals are paid really really well, you know, and that sort of thing, and she had no problem with that, but yet she didn't know how much of her taxes went to do something like that mm-hmm. you know so you hear the horror stories, but then you also hear the horror stories of our health system mm-hmm. too, you know yeah so um I guess. Do we have a right to health care?
0: Well, see, th- th- this is semantics, yeah, I think, at some right. level, because a right to health care is one thing, but a right to have health care paid for is a different thing.
1: That's right. And oh, yeah. that,
0: I think, is that those two get confused, and, and they're synonymous nowadays in right. the media.
1: And the thing is, is that if you do go Medicare for all...
0: Their taxes have to go through the oh, roof. Oh, my gosh. That's not. I don't think it's sustainable.
1: No, I, I don't. And again, I haven't studied it. That is my opinion, that it's just mm-hmm. not sustainable. How, how would we do that? How would we... I can't imagine the hospitals would even, yeah. I really, I don't yeah.
0: know. So. Do you think?
1: Once in a while. And that's
0: why <laughs> awesome. I, I, I love the idea of a podcast because there's really no rules. And I love that you're here because okay, you well, Thank you. We, we, we didn't talk at all about no, questions. No, I had right? absolutely
1: no idea. No. I
0: love this. Um, do you think it, it would be best if we could get back to a direct negotiation with the patient doctor as far as dollars? Like to go say, I need this procedure, what's the fee? Well, our fee is this. Well, how about this? Can we actually negotiate that product?
1: Is that not happening now?
0: No, it can't. I've talked to doctors well, in they, this they town, and they can't. They're they not can't. allowed to. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to There's negotiate. no negotiation at the doctor level. And and it's becoming so difficult for a doctor to have their own pra- practice
1: also. <gasps> That's too bad. Mm-hmm. That really is. And um, between the shortage of doctors and, of course, to be in a network or to, you know, right. whatever... Hmm. I hadn't thought about that.
0: And doctors today, when they work in a hospital, they are paid based on volume. Yes, yes they are. And yep. so, if they produce,
1: that's right, they get paid more. And the number of tests that they run. Absolutely. And then, see, there's that's a whole that's a whole <laughs> other topic over right. here about you know it's um.
0: But this is why it costs sixty thousand dollars to break your leg. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah, and um, it's interesting. Um, there are hospitals where they actually have. And um, my, my daughter works at Mayo Clinic in Rochester. and um, what they're doing there is that they have a different they have a different model is that you have a group of doctors, how do I want to say this? It's a consulting type of thing. Okay. where you go down there and you're not going to see just one doctor, but mm-hmm. they, so that you can have all the brains working on one thing and they're going to do as little as possible what's needed to get the problem fixed. But they're bringing With,
0: all their expertise to the table. but
1: they're bringing their expertise to the table and doing it in the most efficient way possible. And it's just kind of interesting that way. And again, I don't know how their doctors are paid. You know, whether it's on right. volume or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's a different model that they're using. And um, Time Magazine had an amazing article on that about three or four years ago on the on the different models of medical mm-hmm. care. You know, so that okay, I go to you. I go to you because I have an ache, and you right. prescribe five different tests. Okay, so you're going to get paid because you prescribe the tests. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And no, it's yeah, it's got to quit somehow. It's got to change. So, but then they're also another the side. See, they're covering their butts, you right, know, right? Because they have to
0: they'll get sued. out the
1: there you go. Because if they don't find mm-hmm. what's wrong and right. something happens, mm-hmm. well, you know what? You'll be seeing my lawyer. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is this litigious society. You know, mm-hmm. everybody gets sued. for You can't make a mistake anymore. Right. Yeah. Without and, lawyers getting involved. I know it. Yeah.
0: So, do you think that? Because I've heard some experts say, and I don't know who they are, but I've heard them say that in order to make a change in this, like the, let, let's lump welfare, medical care into one. Because I think at some level they cross over.
1: Okay, yeah, right. Your, your Medicare and your welfare yeah. will cross mm-hmm. over. Yep. So, Medicaid, excuse me. To Medicaid. change
0: this requires probably one generation to suffer.
1: Yes. Would that Wonder. be worth it? In,
0: uh, like, for, I mean, if, if all our thoughts are we're thinking future, we got to build for sustainability. Would it be worth one generation suffering in order to fix it for the next
1: do you want your children to go through that suffering
0: well as them or me or theirs it may be worse into if we wait another generation it could be worse yeah so at what point do we rip the band-aid off
1: Wow so what is your definition of suffering
0: no I don't know see you know it's possible that my definition of suffering in that instance would be that there isn't government um, cheese let's put in quotes there mm-hmm. isn't um, medical care paid, like fr- like frivolous medical care paid for. Mm-hmm. And maybe we maintain a, a level of catastrophic coverage for like anomalies. Okay. Because that absolutely happens.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: Uh, you know, and the and I don't know, can you do a stair step or can you, or in order to fix it, do you have to just jump?
1: Can you fix it? Um, I'm gonna toss out something else a little bit off the topic. I think that something else that kind of goes along with this is your preventative medicine. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to be a little bit ticky here, but you know, I have a hard time paying for my insurance when you get cancer because you've been smoking three packs of cigarettes a day.
0: But what if you get cancer because you, um, your house lives on a field that they spray twice a year? You know, is is that worse? I don't know. I mean, Roundup just got Monsanto just lost big time.
1: Wow, that was an interesting one too. That's huge. Yeah, I
0: mean, this 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 could change the game. I don't think it will. I mean, the fact that Bayer owns them. Yeah. See. Hello, aspirin manufacturer. I know. And what else? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know. So and so, I think there's there are so many better you know preventative care type of thing. Um, boy, a generation has to suffer because of this. I think if we took small steps and let people know what was going to happen mm-hmm. so that there's their medical savings accounts and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, people need to prepare for this. Absolutely. You know, back when you bought a car when you could pay for it, mm-hmm. you bought a car when you could pay right. for it, you know, a house or whatever, you know, you didn't go into debt $150,000, $400,000 to buy a house. You know, and right. so there's there's a there's a lifestyle change that needs to be changed, too. Hey, I just I looked
0: know. at a wake boat the other day just because I'm intrigued. One hundred sixty five grand to oh, start.
1: Really? OK, I, cool. didn't,
0: I, I looked at it online. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is, these things are huge. They're out there. Yeah. Someone's buying them.
1: Yep. Oh, absolutely.
0: What in the world have we come to?
1: Well, that's, you know, there's, there's your difference there. There's yeah. your, your corporate executives and all these people who, could, what, yeah, we'll get into that some other. Time.
0: Well, but I know some people that have that kind of stuff. They're not corporate execs. That's they right. just They just have just, decent jobs. Right. And they've decided that, that's, that's, a, that that's a monthly bill they want.
1: That's what they've chosen to do. And mm-hmm, that's fine. Sure. I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Um, what do you think of term lim- Term limits. Now, I think in South Dakota we have them at the state level. We do. Correct?
1: Um, you can um, each of the houses, house and the Senate. The terms are for two years, and so you can run. You can be eight years on each side, so you can run eight years. Oh, uh, sequentially. Biggest, yes, you can run eight years sequentially, and then you can actually switch over to the other side and, and run eight and, more. And then okay. you can come back. Da, 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 well, well, hold on, go, wait, wait. Oh, yeah.
0: So it's only eight at a time. Right. So you can be for two, or say you could go for four years. Yep. Take a year off, or two years off. Yep. Come back for. Six more, eight more, yep, well, it's not term limits, no, okay, so what do you think about term I limits like term
1: li- <laughs> I like term limits, I do, um, they'll say elections are your term limits, but the way the elections are run right now, no, they're not, you know, money determines mm-hmm. money money plays such a factor in all of the 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 whole election process the the campaigning process that it's, yeah, it's um I don't have a problem with term limits um. I think South Dakota's term limits are working fine. One of the main things that they said against term limits was that that uh, memory, that historical memory of, you know, that, well, eight years ago we did this or 16 years ago we did this and this is the reason that we did it, you know. So there's a historical perspective, a historical knowledge that they talk about.
0: How many people in Pierre, South Dakota, are career um, employees of the...
1: Employees?
0: Of the legislature.
1: Of the le- of the legislative like, body? Correct. In-
0: I mean, as far as like people that run, like who runs the, the, like who is the uh, sergeant at arms? Do they have oh, those in here? Oh, yeah, here? they
1: have sergeants of arms. They've been around a long, long time. Right.
0: So those guys know how it works.
1: Oh, yeah they know how it works
0: and their clerks of court the clerks Uh, and all that are those all you've got
1: your legislative research council which is the lrc which is the 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 legislator body of writing laws and Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing and they and they
0: are not elected every two years
1: no they are on a hiring basis they are and most of them
0: are there for a while
1: some of them have been there for quite a while wouldn't
0: that suffice as your history
1: yeah yeah oh i agree yeah, there, there needs to be a change in any form of government as far as I'm concerned. I think at yeah. the
0: national level, term limits need oh to be implemented tomorrow. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. The fact that anyone can be a senator for 30 plus years is outrageous. It's ridiculous.
1: You know, it's, um,
0: yeah. I mean, there. well, John McCain just passed away. Yep. He got elected in 1982, I think. Mm-hmm. That could be. I was three. Yeah. And so I, I don't know him not being a senator. It might it's, have been later in the 80s. Either way, I don't really know him not being a senator.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a problem with this.
1: Yep. I agree. I agree. There, there needs to be a change. There needs to be new blood. There needs to, you get to the point where you're in there that long and pe- <laughs> why bother even talking to you? Because mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Um,
0: Somebody you know. asked Nancy Pelosi in an interview if she should consider stepping back to let newer blood come in. And the answer confounded me slightly because we are a representative republic. We are represented in Congress. That okay. is our country. That's how we're set up. Yep. So we get represented. Mm -hmm. And her logic for not stepping aside is that the system is run on seniority. And when you have more seniority, you have more power. So what in the world is the point of anyone else even trying to run in? I agree. Because if you have the established, and they're all there, both parties, it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. They're all there. The established guys have been there forever. Yep. They're there because they get seniority. Yep. This blows my mind. Yep. Uh, and and willingly, like this is out in public, so, they so said this out loud.
1: so And so you're not hiring quality people. Just because I've been someplace 20 years, that means I deserve that job? No, that's not true. And it's interesting because in the South Dakota legislature, your, your house, um, the Speaker of the House, is elected every year. You have a Speaker and a Speaker pro tem. Mm-hmm. And so they change. And so... Um, and that's a whole nother thing. It's pretty story much part, I mean, it goes by the majority parts. party. Correct? Oh, yeah, I go by the majority party. It's like the. Top, but the but to me, party. just because you've been in a situation for 20, 30, 40 years or whatever, it's no, that is not any criteria for being elected to any office as far as I'm concerned. So I'm going to ask you a question. Uh oh. Okay. I'm not running. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what would your ideal welfare system be? Going back to that, I kind of know where you're going to go with this, but what would you. What do you see as ideally and the time frame from today to get to that point?
0: I think that I really believe that in order for it to work, you have to just rip the band-aid, and that it sucks. It hurts. It's not fun. Okay. Someone's going to hurt yep, without question. Yep, And it could be me. It could be my kids. It could be my kids' kids. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that, that is a very real reality. Mm-hmm. But I'm not convinced that people aren't suffering greatly under this current system. Because of the, f- the current system? Uh, potentially. Okay. Um, and p- part of it like healthcare for one. Okay. Um, A family like mine, it's nearly two grand a month to, for health insurance. Oh my gosh. Now this is outrageous. Yes. And then that does not get you a zero deductible either. I know. So the system ain't working. Right. To be horribly mm-hmm. on, oh, in, oh, yeah, in, yeah. incorrect in my speech. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I absolutely believe that the church dropped the ball. Decades ago, and it was easier for the church to say, well, you elected people to do it. And so ah, we're going to pull back because we don't want to do it anymore. It's not fun. You know, it's easier to let you. Be, and I don't know if if it was a, a orchestrated thing. I don't know. I kind of think it might be. But the, the Democrats were genius and jumped on the bandwagon. And because of that, I've held for many years that if you allow the citizens to vote themselves stuff they always will okay and so this is now what what elections are Mm -hmm. is what can you give me as a as a legislator and based on that i'm gonna vote for you
1: that's a really good point what can you give me because that's how you campaign here's Mm -hmm. what here's what i will do for you absolutely it's what i will do for you it's not necessarily what i'm gonna do for the state it's what Mm -hmm. i will do for you that is a really good point i hadn't thought about it that way okay
0: this is why i don't love politics I don't like. Politics. I mean, I I love watching it because it fascinates me. Oh, see, I don't but. like
1: politics. I politics to me is a whole. I, I'm not a political person, and that's I get slammed a lot because I'm not a political person. So yeah. Anyway.
0: Several years ago. I made a deliberate choice to stop commenting on the face bag. Facebook, what oh. we call it here. Okay. <laughs> um, politically, okay. almost, I almost across the board, I don't comment anymore. Yeah. I watch. Yeah, you watch. And so I watch your stuff every now and then. Oh,
1: you do. Okay.
0: And it, it, it's intriguing a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, and usually the comments just fascinate me oh, to yeah. watch people. Oh yeah. Because I, I don't, I don't get in there. <laughs> um, That's good. <laughs> tell me, tell me some of the biggest things that you've ha- encountered in your Facebook postings over the last year what, what what has been the most contentious topics that you've run into abortion okay gun rights okay
1: and i i like to feel that i'm pretty professional in my comments mm-hmm. um, oh ag related you know when i'm fighting pigs out in our neighborhood or something oh, okay. like that uh, property rights those would probably be the most contentious mm-hmm. the local ones have been the most contentious okay. what my husband and i have done in our situation out there right. yeah
0: give me your your position on property rights
1: It's my property. Okay. And yes.
0: But if you don't pay your taxes, they're going to take it away. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, well, they'll put it up for sale. So is it yours? You've got to take care of it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's my property. And, um, and that's been decreed, everything from the constitution to state law Mm -hmm. to whatever. And, um, yes, you, you can do with what you want with your property, but when it infringes on mine, then there's a problem. There's got to be some
0: mutual agreement. There's right.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's got to be a mutual agreement that, you know, if you want to do something there that's going to affect me, well, let's. Whether it's compensation or just getting permission, or hey, give us a gift certificate for a night out or something, that's fine. Yeah.
0: Do yep. you think that that can fall into? I mean, and you happen? I mean, we are in ag country. Oh yeah. I and mean, there's fields of corn and beans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that also falls into the spraying
1: ritual? Yep. Of farmers. Right, and that technically that is covered by state law
0: because they have certain rec- mm-hmm. day like certain um circumstances they can only work within correct
1: right right there's um you know the drift and that sort of thing and, mm-hmm. and they and no and they are doing things with the chemicals now so that they don't drift but that is a whole another thing too you know you look at the whole and i'll bring up the dicamba thing um uh, explain that dicamba is a weed killer okay severe weed killer severe severe weed killer that it kills everything that it touches it just Except a the
0: special bean that has it, yeah, like dic- it's essentially Roundup ready,
1: right? The dicamba ready yeah. beans or whatever. Um, is that the same product in Roundup? I don't know. Or is this the
0: other company? I don't know. Is this the one it's, that just got sued and lost yeah, it's for still the same causing one. cancer? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. All yeah, right. As from what yeah. I know, um, <laughs> young couple down in the southeast part of the state spent over a million dollars in getting and um, just an organic processing plant, mm-hmm. gardens, and that sort of thing. Last year they were sprayed with the dicamba, wiped them out. They started all Ooh. over again. And again, it's the drift. Mm-hmm. So, And and South Dakota has no recourse for something like that because South Dakota doesn't require the applicators to be certified, the air applicators to be certified, or to carry a bond. So if they've sprayed the wrong field, it's just too bad? Uh, their insurance will probably cover it, yeah. I mean, it, it, there is a, there is a insurance process if there mm-hmm. is insurance and that sort of thing, but yeah.
0: Huh.
1: That's not good. In fact, there was a bill last year when I was out there and it was to uh, bond aerial applicators and it failed. Why? Um probably because the aerial applicators came in in a mass and the good guys are bonded and the bad guys aren't. Mm. You know, and they said we don't want to do that. And so
0: Is that uh, because the, like the ones that came said we already are, we don't need a law?
1: Probably. Um the Ag department was um ordered by the chairman of that committee to mm-hmm. let's get some rules and regulations out there and we haven't seen any yet
0: you think it'll happen though no
1: not unless we get some new leadership is it money prepared. money and um <laughs> money and attitude sometimes okay there's a there's a and i'm gonna get a little bit snotty here there, there's a big boy attitude out there mm-hmm. there is so
0: think mm-hmm. like we, we know what we're doing leave us alone or are you talking a male-female thing?
1: No, it's uh yeah, let us let us do what we want. So it's we've a good old boys club. Got, there you go. Thank you. Good old boys club. The a yeah. drinking club. Well, I don't know if they drink a lot, but <laughs> who knows about it's, that? It's yeah. the idea. Yeah, right.
0: So how do you protect property rights?
1: File a lawsuit. Really? <laughs> we had to. Uh, how do you protect your property rights? That's one of those things that, you know, as a good neighbor, it's something you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a neighborhood, a community but and and basically that's statewide. You know, it's South Dakota is a community. It's full of little communities. Mm-hmm. And you know, to have to do that a lot of times you can complain, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't have the money to file a lawsuit, it's not going to happen or if the wrong people are in office, whether it's the local state level whatever, right. it's not going to change. So you just yeah. sometimes you just sit back and you just suck it up and sometimes if you have the finances or whatever, you you file a lawsuit and go from there. That's what you do if you feel comfortable doing that see some mm-hmm. people just let it go
0: well the, I mean does that can that fall into the I mean I'm not I'm not saying that everything would be but could some of that fall into the frivolous lawsuit idea that oh yes the, see there you go the there litigate you. happy yep. Yep. mentality we have absolutely yep. well, yep. yeah, I'm not you know, it you're could. mean so I'm going to mm-hmm. sue you yep now mm-hmm. so I mean there's obviously times when that has to happen
1: right but and uh, but hmm. mm-hmm
0: okay gun rights what does that mean to you
1: Common sense. (laughs) Uh, Oh,
0: come on. Who has that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Background checks. Um, Whatever. I just, you know, this is such a whole big messy thing. It's just that... South Dakota is gun. We have guns in the house. My mm. husband hunts. He shoots or tries to shoot whatever. It's, 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 I love his stories. <laughs> when, he come, when, when, he, when he comes home every Monday night, well, how'd you do, dear? Well, I'm not talking about it, you know. and <laughs> oh, that's he's a clay the, shooter. Gotcha. And, yeah. you know, it's it's that's the culture that we grew mm-hmm. up in. So it's it's hard to even mention gun rights in South Dakota. It, it just is because everybody thinks you're going to take your guns away, which they're not. And Nobody has ever, ever suggested taking people's guns away, uh, no matter what anybody says. But Personally, okay, South Dakota does have a background check. Mm-hmm. If you go out to Runnings and want to buy a gun, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a background check and that sort of thing. Um, there is no...
0: as a federal law. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay.
1: And um, I do know that in Minnesota, in order to have a concealed carry, you actually have to go through some training and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, which is good. Um, I think that somewhere along the line, there has to be a mental health component with this too, and I don't know how you would ever, ever do that. Yeah. Um,
0: is that not at some level subjective?
1: I, I know. See, that's just it. It's a subjective thing, you know. And personally, I have a hard time, you know, as a hunter, and a, a coming from a family of hunters, you know, a fifteen-round clip. If you can't kill that deer with the first two shots, <laughs> well, you most shouldn't
0: be I, I grew up in Oregon, and you weren't, you couldn't, you couldn't carry a a weapon with more than a certain amount in it to right. hunt to hunt with, right? So I, I don't think that there's any state that I know of. I don't even think South Dakota.
1: But you can, you can well, have 15, 15 be, rounds while you're hunting yeah, deer. Yeah. I,
0: I'm I could be wrong, but well, i don't. hunting
1: deer, but I th- yeah, with your coyotes and that sort of thing. Oh, that's you know. different, story. See, That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is fine. That's a that's or a varmint that's a varmont type oh, of yeah. you know. And again, you just you know, it's hunters are good people. I don't have a problem with that. You know, mm-hmm. if you wanna have forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of guns hanging on your wall, that's fine with me. That's okay. But somewhere along the line. There has to be some sanity and common sense brought into this that when little Joey is stealing his mom's gun or his dad's gun and it's hidden in his closet and mom doesn't say anything about it, you know, what's going on here? Or so-and-so goes down to the local gun shop and buys three or four AR-15s and a 1,000 rounds of ammunition. There needs to be something said there, you know. Why? Because why why are you buying a 1,000 rounds of ammunition? I you know, know how many we,
0: prairie dogs there are?
1: Prairie <laughs> <laughs> <Bird laughs> dogs. And yeah, see, this is just it. So there needs to be some, I'm not going to say regulation. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I, again, I, it just boils down to common sense. True. You know, that That's where I'm at with but it. But h-
0: how often have you seen government do anything that's really good common that's sense? That's
1: a really good question. <laughs> You know, and as you get closer and closer to it or been out there, you just go, oh, my gosh, why in the world is that bill even here? You guys, think about it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I am. Let's just kind of, South Dakota's okay with its gun laws as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I do not want guns in the courthouse, nor do I want them in the Capitol building. Okay. Um, I need you to think about this. Look at, um, so you conceal carry. Mm-hmm. Okay, my husband and I are getting divorced. Okay, we're in the courthouse. He's got his pistol on him. He's got. I've got mine on. We mm-hmm. get to the courthouse. The Lawyers are fighting it over. The judge is not doing anything. What's going to happen?
0: Well, but that, that's that's probably a straw man. That's probably true.
1: Level. But you look at a concealed carry. How can law a, a courtroom can get to be very very contentious? Mm-hmm. It can be. Mm-hmm. Do you need to bring a gun into that environment? Maybe not. Yeah. See.
0: But that, that I don't think that's outrageous.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. See, I do. So
0: No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's out horribly outrageous to say that in this c- courtroom, you know, there are no weapons. I right. don't think okay. that's a problem. Right.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad to hear you say that. And, that, that's and then, not- uh, and there was, when uh, I was out in Pierre and, uh, you know, do we want guns in the courthouse or guns in the Capitol building? And it's interesting. Well, you know, I, I have a concealed carry. So if someone starts shooting down from the gallery, you know, you know, I'm going to just turn around. Okay. So you are on the floor of the house or the Senate and someone starts shooting from the gallery. So you're going to take out your gun and you're going to start popping people that are up in the gallery. You don't have a clue who. You could have 150 people up in that gallery. How are you going to pick out which one it is? You know, there's a.
0: Well, but this goes back to common sense, Kathy. I I know it. And so, it's probably not wise to say that I could just shoot them because chances yeah. are slim. However, most of the people that I know that carry, actually carry for real, mm-hmm. they don't just. They actually practice. They know what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. And I, I took a concealed class a oh, couple you? years ago. He, um,
1: the, oh, the advanced one?
0: Well, I took from an ex-Marine, so.
1: Oh, okay. Then you probably was um, the advanced one.
0: And it was, his whole point, is says, you don't ever want to carry this gun unless you are prepared to pull it out and shoot someone. To kill. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you have to be. Otherwise, why don't bother. That's right. Because absolutely. if you have, it's a responsibility that you accept. Yep. It's like sitting in the exit row in an airplane. Yep. You can't just sit there and enjoy it. You have right. to be prepared to get everyone else out. And so that one. really oh, but, is the, the thing. Right. And, you know, at some level, we have to allow people to make their choices and right. allow people to fail.
1: Okay. So um, then did you approve of guns in schools? Do what, what, you want your teachers carrying guns?
0: If they are prepared, absolutely.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Now, I, I don't think it makes any sense at all to just hand them out, oh, you're a teacher, here's your gun. That's okay. stupid. Okay. That's just not even smart. Okay. But if someone is prepared, why not?
1: Okay. So i'm a I'm straw kidding. man here we go no. <laughs> <laughs> so i have a classroom full of 25 kids mm-hmm. second graders mm-hmm. okay
0: first of all do they know you're carrying a gun
1: my second graders better no they would not they better no, not know no they better no one, not one should know. ever oh my know. gosh no there you go that's the point okay now so i have a classroom of second graders and we get the um armed shooter in the building mm-hmm. should i stay with my second graders lock my door and stay with my second graders or should i go out in the hallway
0: you should stop the threat
1: so you're saying I should go out in the hallway and leave my second graders?
0: If you can stop the threat, absolutely.
1: Okay. So now I'm out in the hallway. hmm Okay. And- It that, turns
0: out it was one of your second graders.
1: <laughs> isn't that horrible?
0: That is terrible, yeah. But I it know. could be a brother. Okay. Not a chance they're slim, but Okay, yeah. now.
1: Okay, so now you step out in the hallway, and coming down the hallway with a gun mm-hmm. is your best friend's son. Oh, let's make it daughter. Let's be mm-hmm. really- Okay, so best friend's daughter carrying an AR, whatever. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do when well, it is your best friend's daughter- Carrying that AR and she is on a roll. But now, let's go one step farther.
0: I like that you made it a female. Good job.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now you go one step further. Okay. Now um, security is coming down or the local law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Okay. They come into the building. They have no idea who you are. They see you carrying a gun and they see that person carrying a gun. Mm -hmm. Who are they going to go after?
0: But but see, I, I think this is the point, though. The point is you are prepared to do what it takes and that may mean you die yep but you're prepared okay i don't have a problem with that but i think one thing we're missing in this scenario is nothing else has changed other than now this one teacher has a weapon now the the reality of what changed is there's no longer a big fat sign on every entrance that says no guns allowed
1: oh okay and and so that
0: mentally changes the game do you think so absolutely where do all where do all these shootings happen like all the big ones that have been in the news, where have they happened?
1: Well, the big schools.
0: Yeah. And what can't you have in a big school? Uh, guns. So what they know is there's no way no anyone's going to stop them with a gun oh. inside that building. So my thought is that component, if you remove that that safety net, the, the okay. theater in Colorado was in, posted, gun no his, guns. Okay. So you will, you know no one's going to stop you. So my thought is let's remove that. Even if we take the signs off the door, maybe that's enough. Well,
1: yeah. I don't know. Well,
0: and that then you have sense. the cops come around all the time. That's fine.
1: Absolutely. Have you ever been to Texas? Yep. Sitting on an outdoor restaurant, and watch all the guys come around carrying their AR-15s on their shoulder. That's fantastic. <laughs> do you I think have so? no. I
0: have no problem with that. I really don't.
1: Mm-mm. Oh, I do. I don't. I, I, when, I, when
0: I hunt, I carry a pistol out in oh, the yeah. open. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a. I'm hunting. Is how it works.
1: Okay. All right. Interesting. So, see, that bothers me, but that's. I'm old-fashioned. But way. it
0: bothers you because they have weapons? Or because Be- you don't know them?
1: Ooh. Probably because I don't know them. Do
0: you There's- know every cop with a gun?
1: No. Do you, Have you ever seen the video where the... Oh, this is This was just cute on Facebook. The guy comes in. Okay, there's a, it's a coffee shop. It's behind the counter. guy's ordering coffee. The guy behind him behind him says something. The guy in front of him pulls out a gun, and this guy ends up being the good guy with a gun. So by the time everybody's done, there's four or five guns, and everybody's the good guy. It's the black guy over here who gets shot, doesn't have a gun, and he's the one that gets arrested. <laughs> and, I'm going, and there you have it. <laughs> and there I have it. There you go. And I thought that was pretty pertinent. Oh, I'm pounding on your desk. So. That's all okay. right. All right.
0: You can get a soapbox. That's good. So, okay. <laughs> I climb on it every now and then, too.
1: I'm sure. Also, I, I,
0: I think that, and it, it really for me, the basics of human citizens in the US, let's say, the, the positions, like I come from an extremely small government conservative position. Okay, yep. And you I do. I, I think that the major political parties are as corrupt as they come on both sides. I don't think there's any question there. Why do you think so? Well, just look, watch the news. No, 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 no. Why Listen do you think? No, them. why
1: do you think they're corrupt? Oh, money.
0: Okay, and, and and there's no check on their power. Thank you. Because they don't have to. They don't have to get a real job. That's right. At the national level. Yep. You you can get elected, and you can keep getting elected. Yep. And then you can die. And in then- in there, and then you are the hero forever because you were a senator for 30 years. I'm sorry.
1: No, you don't have to apologize. But then that when makes you, you know? But then when you're not elected. Look at the salary, the retirement benefits that you mm-hmm. get for the rest of your life.
0: Mm-hmm. And you get to stay, still go to the neat little special like workout club they have forever.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Of course, I wouldn't go to a workout club. That's, but that's fine. okay. Yeah.
0: Here's another question that I, okay. it's, it's a comment that I have and okay. I don't know if we'll ever get, anyway. Um, committee seats. Now, you'll, in the state level, to be on a committee, mm-hmm. what do you have to do?
1: Uh, basically, you're assigned. Um, By whom? Um, the leader of your caucus okay well the leader of the majority caucus is in charge of assigning the committees okay Uh, every seat right but they even the minority seats Right. But then the minority leader will give suggestions. Mm. Like when I was out there, they said, what committees would you like to be on? And I gave them what committees mm-hmm. I'd like to be on. And I did get one of the choices. They did ask me to change for whatever reason, because there was a senior representative who wanted one. So they, oh, seniority, <laughs> they, hello, which was fine. It, yeah. it had been pretty cool. And, um, <laughs> and then they also, so in our caucus they try to assign you with your interests and your, and your talents. Okay. Okay. You wouldn't necessarily want me on appropriations because appropriations is really boring anyway. So they put me on education and local government, mm-hmm. which was fine. Um there are a couple really dead committees that you just don't want to be on but um anyway. but, but
0: that's all like assigned. But that's just yeah. Yeah. At the national level.
1: Boy. Those are bought. Know. Oh, I'm sure they are.
0: There are dues yeah. owed for every seat. Absolutely. And it's outrageous. Mm-hmm. The oh, chairman the that. chairmanships of some of the bigger committees some of them cost a million too. See. To be in that. So that to, someone's buying that. See, so someone's paying for that. Yep, cuz yeah. And there there was a senator, a senator representative, I can't remember the name, but I could figure I could find it, from Utah. He wrote a book a couple of years ago. He was on Book TV okay. on C-SPAN. And, you know, on Book TV, you can just talk. So he's talking about the book, and he wrote in the book this stuff. And the way they do it is once you're elected, you then have receptions that you invite people with money to. Yep. And that money is to buy your seats on committees because if you're not on a committee, you're useless in Congress. Absolutely. And my yeah. question is, who paid for both our senator's seats on committees Yep. and who paid for our representative seat on committees? Yep. That's all I want to know.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't care who they are. Yep. I, I,
1: Who's paying for them. Right. Yeah. Yep.
0: I want to know who did that and what they expect out of that mm-hmm. because I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you $500,000 to sit on a committee and not get something out of it.
1: Oh, yeah. I agree with you. Why it's are you a my... Democrat, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had that conversation 20 minutes ago, <laughs> Kathy. Why are you a Democrat? And I'm going, oh my gosh, that's the way I grew up. Yeah, you know, it's that's that's my parents my everybody in the neighborhood was, you know, and my daughter looks at me, she goes, Mom, if you were in Minnesota, you know, you'd be a Republican. So oh, without yeah. question. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And there are so many Democrats in South Dakota that if they moved to Minnesota, they would have to register as Republican. It's just, oh yeah, yeah. Given. yeah. oh yeah, it's just the way it is in our state.
0: Okay, abortion. Yep. You said that was your third thing that gets hit most on Facebook. Yep. What about it?
1: I'm a pro-life Catholic Democrat, and in the 2014 session, I made a gaffe. and um, yeah, they did. And I actually I testified against an abortion bill. In fact, I testified against two, and the one that I testified against was um, to prevent abortions in the case of a Down syndrome baby. Okay. Okay, that's that was, and I testified against it. And here's the reasons I testified against it. First of all, Down syndrome is diagnosed after the fifth month, I think, and abortions in South Dakota cannot be accomplished after that time. Amount of time, anyway.
0: Oh, there's already a law in the books. There's already a law in the books. Okay.
1: And second of all, that bill, that law would not be able to be enforced. Okay. If I realized Mm -hmm. I had an abortion baby, excuse me, a Down syndrome baby, and I want to have an abortion, I'm not going to tell anybody. That's Mm -hmm. the reason, and my doctor can't either. So how am I going to enforce the law? Right. And laws, bills like that. Tend to be there are gun bills out there and there are abortion bills out there and maybe some family rights bills out there that I've seen throughout the years that are basically called postcard bills and what it is is that those bills are there so that a an organization can put out a postcard that you even though you say you are pro-life mm-hmm. you're not because you voted against this bill they'll give you an A or an F for that go whatever. on
0: both sides. You think both parties do that for no, different things?
1: I have not seen. So for your Democrats, what doesn't make any difference? <laughs> <laughs> what they do doesn't make any difference. And what's interesting is that you know they they get on the Democrats for their pro-abortion stance and their whatever you know, and it's it's whatever. It's it's the way it is. And um, but what's happening is that I have actually seen Republicans get upset with. A sponsor of a bill such as that and say, you have to quit doing that. Really? Yes. You have to quit doing that because all it is is a postcard bill.
0: And it's just, it's an absolute waste of time. There you go. Okay.
1: It's a waste of time. And there, where, why, we don't need this law. It's a waste of time. Yeah. So,
0: so if there were term limits that were for real, though, these could become. Maybe null and void at some level. And they'd realize it didn't work because you. I mean, after a couple of cycles, you have to go for the next person. Or are they gonna? Is it for the party rather than the candidate?
1: In some cases, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In some cases, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you you can. It's just uh, it's. Uh, um, South Dakota has one of the strongest abortion laws. You know, set of laws, mm-hmm. regulations in in the United States. Which is fine. They're working, you know, and uh, I cannot and even with my stance, you know, I cannot imagine a woman and a man having to make that decision Mm -hmm. or being put in the spot where they felt they had to make that decision. Mm -hmm. You know, so what are we doing? Okay, now we're going to get back. What are we as a society doing that we're putting people in that spot? You know, um, was there a lack of birth control? Was there a rape? Was there incest? Um, you know, what? what is going on here? Why Why is that woman and her, maybe her partner, why Why do they have to make that decision? So I, I go a step further with that.
0: Do you think that some of that could be the result of the sexualization of our media a- and of our culture, like in the kids, the, the music alone that they listen to? Oh, the lyrics not? are miserable. I know. And, and the movies you see. And now with the advent of uh, the on-demand concept, where you have a Netflix or Amazon that puts out, entire seasons and they don't now they don't have the the controls of the FCC right which regulates what you can show and can't show there now is no limit most of the content that's on Netflix now that's original is rated mature and that's because they can so how much of this so so basically we're we're creating a society who is seeing visually more and more promiscuous behavior and that I mean (sighs) hello biology to a guy and a girl hook up the chance of a baby just went up pretty oh, high oh my gosh yeah and so it's it, it's like they're trying to separate the responsibility from the action and so is some of this societally driven because of hollywood
1: i think so i i hadn't ha- had not thought about it before i I don't watch the crap on TV, (laughs) you know, a sitcom. I'm just, you know, I, I, am far removed from that. Um, but I definitely think that there's, that has something to do with it. I mean, it's just, um, if it's okay, whether it's Netflix or whether Mm -hmm. it's Hulu or whether it's some 30 minute comedy, then it's okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that as of right now until someone tells me different. So, yeah. And it's, it's very scary as a, as a grandmother, you know, what these kids see yeah. now yeah. and what they go through, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what school they go to, whether it's a parochial school or oh. whatever, you know, the sexting and which is all part yeah. of this whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. and the need that the whole social media, whether it's the need to be wanted or to loved or to feel beautiful or whatever, I don't know, but yeah, it's that's that whole Hollywoodish society, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. So should there be? restrictions or even up to a ban on abortion
1: i even though where i'm at i i have a hard time with a ban on abortion and there are times when whether it's the mother's health mm-hmm. or you know a 12 year old is raped by a brother you know can, can a family get through that is that worth an abortion though see i I can't give you a yes or no answer. I I, I look at some of these circumstances and I'm going, you know, if, if it's uh, definitely the mother's, you know, mother's health, you know, the mother, if, if you don't have an abortion, you are going to die. Mm -hmm. You know, then you, that's a choice. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a horrible choice that a a mother or a father or both have to make, you know,
0: is that a choice that's different than if, and I kind of think of this scenario, if my wife were in a perilous situation and someone was harming her to the point of she will die mm-hmm. I have every right and responsibility to stop that mm-hmm. and that means I kill that person right so in my in my mind that's the same kind of scenario this baby is causing life-threatening harm to the mother and so it, it it's not an immoral decision in my right. thought at all
1: I can agree with to that.
0: remove that because I, that that is a threat just like if someone is trying to harm
1: that's a good a point I hadn't thought of it that way
0: so that yep. and then to me my thought that supersedes a ban just like okay i can't just go kill people right but i can stop someone from killing someone else good point good point legally and i'm you know and you then you have some legal recourse you got to go through to verify right.
1: that's what happened but and and i'm, I'm, I'm not i'm not going to avoid your question i'm gonna go one step over here mm-hmm. for just a little bit okay so a young woman whether it's a 12 year old mm-hmm. or, or whatever or someone coming in from where is our support mm-hmm. for that person to carry that baby to term and have that baby. Where is the support to do that? I, I'm not seeing that. You know, even your most strict um, abortion foes, that's right, Where where is your support that, um, okay, so Mary Jane goes to a clinic,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whatever clinic, I'm not going to bring up any names, and she's requesting an abortion because of um, she's being abused by her husband or her boyfriend or whatever, whatever. Okay, where is the support to give her a job or whatever or a place to live until that baby is born that then she can you know it goes out for adoption I, i'm having a hard time with that is that now
0: there are there, groups there that, are, that but, they stand in front of oh, abortion okay. clinics yep. and they give the they have legal teams on standby great to do all of this now yep. I, I get that's not everywhere right but my thought and here's a question i would like to see if you have an answer for okay why does the situation? Well, 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 First of all, why is abortion bad to begin with?
1: Because why is abortion bad? Yeah,
0: or or wrong in some people's mind.
1: In some people's mind, because they actually they they feel mm-hmm. that conception start, life starts at conception, mm-hmm. and so that when you have that abortion, that you are killing that child. Right. That's. Do you hold that view? I do.
0: Okay. So abortion is bad because it kills a life. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the question I have. Why does the circumstance of the life beginning remove the value of the life?
1: That is a really good question. Um, I guess you're looking, I'm going to have to think about this for a second here. Okay, you're thinking of the circumstance, whether it's a rape or something like that. Uh, Which, which, I
0: mean, rape and incest are like 0.00% of the actual abortions that happen and now not to say that it that makes it okay right but the reality is that that's such an anomaly i did not know that number number, so thank you i appreciate that okay
1: um so if that's the anomaly if it's zero percent then it's really nothing i guess i should be worrying about even though i have heard those stories oh and it's horrible without question it's horrible
0: but how come that that baby's life is now no longer valuable
1: i think that and I'm getting I'm just tossing this out yes. as of right now. This is freedom of speech I, freedom zone of, here, people. I'm, I'm thinking that what that pregnancy and birth could or is doing to that mother, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm just tossing this out, okay? So just, mm-hmm. okay, if that pregnancy and birth for a 12-year-old, okay, now we're getting back to the, the life-death situation. Yeah. But if it's getting to the point where... Let's, let, let, let's, let's,
0: let, let's go a little bit more, okay. more mainstream. Okay. And someone is in their second year of college and they have every intention to become a pharmacist. So they have six more years left okay. and they hooked up with someone and got pregnant.
1: Then you have, what do you do? They have the baby and you put it up for adoption. It happens. It did, you know, and she kept it, you know, mm. that's, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's one of those things. If, if that baby was born because of a, or conceived because of a one night stand, mm-hmm. you know, then you have the responsibility as a person yeah. that if you don't want to give that baby, if you can't give mm-hmm. that baby a good life, then you right. need to make sure it can get it right. someplace else.
0: So the baby still has value. That's exactly right. So what, what about in the case of a rape, which is outrageously horrible?
1: Oh, you know, I cannot imagine having to go through that, that whole I can't thing, either. you know, and again, now see you're looking at the mental health of the mom. As far okay. as I'm concerned, you that, know that,
0: that's legit. But it, does that negate the value of the life of that baby? See, there
1: now, there's where you're going to need that support.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Absolutely. See, that's where you're going to say, "Okay, oh my gosh, I was raped, and I end mm-hmm. up pregnant." Okay, okay, right. I am going to need help to get through this, mm-hmm. whether I. You know, my dad going to kill me when he finds out, you know, th- yeah. there's something here too, you know, yeah. or if 16 year old, I can't tell my dad because yeah. I'm going to get killed. Okay. Where is the support? Or husband. Or I mean, husband. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, then you get to that too. Yeah. Okay. Where is the support mm-hmm. for that? I mean, are you going to, you know, can you get leave from your job? Can you go find another place to live for six months? What, what are, what are the support things that you can offer that person mm-hmm. so that that doesn't have to happen?
0: So does this go back to the original thought? An hour ago, that the church really should be taking over welfare again. Whoa, boy,
1: you really threw that in on me, didn't you? Should the church be doing this? Okay, but now, okay.
0: <laughs> it's just the thought.
1: Um, it would be ideal, you know. And there are some religions that take really, really good mm-hmm. care of their people. There are some people around that their life insurance, their health insurance costs are nothing because they know their church is going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. It, it th- that is out there, right? You know it would be ideal situation you know it really would be
0: so So. you being a you're holding a view that is very similar to most of the people that i surround myself with i think so and i still go back to you have a d in front of your name i know it. and the reason that i that for me that and 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 a bunch of people i talked to some people before i talked to you just to get their thoughts on okay. what I should talk to you about. <laughs> um, but because I, okay. I really like you. I, I mean okay, and this well, is what's you. fun about this okay. is you're you can talk. You're willing to talk. Yep. And think. Yep. Which a lot of people aren't willing to think. I understand that. And that is that that's invaluable. Okay. So those th- those are are big deals to me. Okay. Back to something I said earlier. The big D okay. party okay. in the United States yep. would throw you out. Yep. holding the views you do yep how can you be associated with them
1: you know the only way that you can change a situation is being part of that situation Um, Democrats for life um, Democrat convention in Sioux Falls Mm -hmm. the first one Um, another very good Catholic pro-life Democrat and I sponsored a resolution that basically what it says is that all members of the Democrat Party will be retreated with respect, no matter what their opinion is, mm-hmm. and basically that's what that is: is that even though that we are pro-life, we will be respected in that situation.
0: But I mean, okay, maybe. but that's the
1: second now, and there's no way that I can change what the Democrat Party feels unless I'm part of it. Okay, now second of all, being out in peer mm-hmm. for four years, there is a definite difference in the parties once you get to that situation. And in looking at what, and and again, uh, five or six or 700 bills, you know, you just, right. you, I mean, and they're not all bad and they're not all good, right. whatever, that sort of thing. But looking at what the Republican Party personifies in peer mm-hmm. versus what the Democrat Party, as small as it is, personifies in peer, I want to be a Democrat. Really? Okay. And I interesting because I just left another meeting and this guy comes up and he goes, Kathy, you are not a Democrat. And you are not a Republican. (laughs) And I'm going, yeah? You need to register as an independent and run as an independent. And I'm going, you know, that's probably where I'm at. It really and truly is. (laughs) Yeah. But in all honesty... Would would
0: that be a a futile effort? Yes, it would be a futile effort.
1: And anything... When I ran back in 2012, I knew that if I I signed up as a Republican, Mm -hmm. I would win hands down and there are a lot of republicans out there probably eight or nine republicans in peer right now that were democrats at one time but they knew that they couldn't win as a democrat so they've switched parties so and see now to me that's not that's not honest
0: either right but would you have more impact do you think if you were in the majority actually having a voice
1: you do not have a voice as the majority party in peer unless you're one of the big boys well kick them out get in there and kick them out no, I, I mean, from the inside. You know, and I've had that, I've <laughs> had that, this guy goes, to, I was talking to this one guy too, he says, I changed, he said, I, I registered a Republican, that's the only way I can do anything, I can, the only way I can change anything, and I'm mm-hmm. going, and I hadn't thought about it before, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah. So,
0: at what point would that not be okay with you? But, is it because but, you've, it's a, it's a history thing with you to be a Democrat?
1: it's a yeah it's a history thing and then there's a stubborn streak that i've got at my back it's about three or four inches wide you i think know. it's bigger than that yeah, that's, <laughs> <the history. laughs> that's why i like you <laughs> and you know you can't change something unless you're in on it you know and that's what you do you know it, it's just uh, yeah
0: so how uh, do you convince everyone in grant county is, is that everyone, is oh, that everyone you got, touch or bigger than that? Yeah, i
1: got Grant County. I've got Coddington County. I've got Dual County. I've got How Brooklyn's do you convince
0: County? all these old farmers that are dyed in the wool Republican I know. that you're the one? When, when, when you have the sign, no, you're not carrying a sign, but the fact that you walk in the door and they, all they see I is tell that you, D.
1: If I had that answer for you, I... I wouldn't have to worry about even putting a sign or, or getting a rat card, you know. I would just go out and talk to him. It's, how do you convince them? I don't know. There are some that you will never, ever convince. Right. I mean, there are, and both sides, there are diehard Republicans and there mm-hmm. are diehard Democrats. They will never, ever vote for the opposite party no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go towards the middle, you know. And um, you just have to, it's talking to them. You know, here I am. Ask me a question. You know, stress that in order, before you vote for somebody, you need to talk to them. You right. do, you need, call them up. That's why I have my email and my phone number on there. You know, you need to talk to them and ask them questions, you know, and see what's going on and on, whether they're on Facebook or not. And, you know, and and yeah.
0: Where, uh, Before, where can people get to you?
1: Oh, they have my phone number. It's, uh, it was in the paper last week. It's 605-237-0228. And I'll be glad to talk to anybody. And then there's my email, which is Kathy with a hyphen and then Tyler at Outlook.com. And then my Facebook page—if you just look up Kathy Tyler for South Dakota. No, it's, it's Facebook slash
0: at Kathy for District Four.
1: Kathy for District Four. Okay, thank you. That's yeah. what the face bag says at okay. the moment. Face bag says, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know, yeah. I understand. So anyway, yeah. So and um, meet me on the street. I don't care. I'll go for coffee with you. I yeah. may. I'll, well, I don't drink coffee, so I'll probably buy you coffee and I'll have some juice. Well, you or should have
0: started with that. We'd be done with this interview a long time ago. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's a story too, no. you know. Oh, yeah. That, I, have, I haven't I have drunk coffee ever since I started dating my husband. Yeah, it was. No, it was just okay. fun because. Just for fun, or is it? Well, this no, a we started. You know, I started. You know, you drink back in those days. You just sat down, you went out for coffee, or go play cards. You had coffee, and and Tim's family was the that coffee pot went on in the morning, and. They never threw anything out, so you didn't know what you were getting for sure. So, if the coffee pot was empty at the end of the day, great, then you got a fresh pot the next day. But if it wasn't empty, you never, and it was just hilarious. It was just, so I just said, tar. I just, and they liked it that way. They did. They just love their coffee. They just, you know, they just love their coffee no matter. And uh, so I thought, yeah, what, there's not a use in trying. So, quit faking it and just quit drinking it. So, All right. Yeah. Anyway, so.
0: When is Election Day this year?
1: Oh, I don't know, November 6th, second Tuesday in November. That's right, I don't First remember. Tuesday. Must I, be the, I really should must have paid the, attention. must be the first Tuesday in <laughs> November. I am three months behind in this whole thing. You know, Otherwise, if I would have known this would happen, I would have started back last January. Oh, that's right. a whole lot more. I mean, eight months behind, really, because mm-hmm. I would have started my letter in my fundraising campaign last January. The, the so. upside, though, is yeah.
0: you're known. You're a known quantity, which is good and bad, <laughs> correct?
1: <laughs> which is good and bad, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I have to, there's a lot of stuff that's been said to, about me that's not quite mm-hmm. true, that I have to explain to people, So, which I just... I just keep on trying. Yeah.
0: Do yes. you think that the state of our politics is just shot now? Is in the what country? now? It's just it's over. Like, do you think politics Ooh. as we used to know it are dead?
1: In some place, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more of an optimist on it than you are, Ooh. I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know if they're dead. Well, I think as we knew it, we're, it's dead.
1: As we knew it, yeah. yeah. Um, there's not your class out there anymore. You That's know, true. there's just that that professionalism and that mm-hmm. that honesty and that class and that well-spoken, that good speech that comes out to try and... But live. doesn't that at
0: some point just feel like hot air?
1: But you know... When,
0: when it's expected every time.
1: No, not, it has a calming effect on a lot of people. There are still a lot of people that believe, you know, that there is good mm-hmm. out there, you know, and uh, it's getting, that group is getting smaller all the time, you know, so... Do I still have, I'm the eternal optimist. I always am. I get a little bit ticky about fake news on Facebook, and I try and correct that whenever I can without getting too many people ticked off me. <laughs> Good luck. Like, geez, <laughs> cool. It's, it's just... I just look at it and I go, you've got to be kidding. You know, it's just, it's just not worth it sometimes. You're well, going, I don't
0: understand how hard it is for people to, to find the original and then read it.
1: It's too hard. It's too much work. This is our South Dakota Nice and our South Dakota Trusting. It is. Minnesota nice. You believe what you hear. So if you tell me something, and I know you're not on Facebook, but if you posted something on Facebook, I would go, oh my gosh, that's really cool. And I probably wouldn't double check it just because I think you're a good person and you wouldn't do anything like that. But Mm -hmm. who knows? And and I think a lot of the people out there, that's the attitude that they have, that they're getting it from someone that they know. So it's got to be true. And so, yeah. Anyway. I double check, triple check. Yeah, it's, I have. I might have my morning news ritual and go from there. And I know that there are some people out there that are a little bit upset with me because I'm going, you guys, this is not true. <laughs> but that's what you do.
0: Do you think that the national news media is uh, truthful? Um, as a whole?
1: I think they've really gotten, gotten on the anti-Trump bandwagon. Um, I, do you
0: think that is, is a
1: wise move? No. From the
0: news perspective?
1: Uh, I hit three different news things in the morning, and then we listen to NPR. Sorry, but we just do. Um, no, I do too. Um, do I feel that they've gotten? Ugh, there's so much out there, you know. Um, some of the news, like Reuters, doesn't have to do flamboyant news to get ratings. Mm-hmm. You know, BBC doesn't have to do flamboyant. Yeah, but no stuff. one
0: wants to listen to them in America because they talk funny.
1: I know. See, <laughs> Just saying. But you know what? They're going to give you the, the honest, they're going to give you the, the objective view. Do you, you ever
0: know? listen to Russia Today?
1: No, I've never listened to Russia Today.
0: It is fascinating. You get okay. stuff that no one else ever talks about. Really? Is mm-hmm. it a... a, a it, it's a full-on, like, news outlet. It is a no, news outlet. Yeah, okay. but I mean, it, it's Russian. Okay. But they have an American facility and they have American, they're English speakers. Okay. Um, But it is a take that no one wants to hear in the, okay. in the American media.
1: It's fascinating. Okay. So
0: I love it because you get that side. Okay. And then you, so then if you can watch both sides and then figure out where the originals are and then we'll find them. Right. There's going to be a something. Mm-hmm. Then you'll probably Russia, find something. It's Russia. RT. Is it RT.com? Let's see. I'm forgetting it gets flagged now. Yeah. RT.com. RT.com.
1: Is it like a 24 hour news cycle? It's a podcast. Well, and they have live, they have live
0: news news heads they have full like um like segments Uh, and they 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 have a cable channel i think okay depending on what cable you have i I don't know cable talent but um, but it's another perspective Mm -hmm. but like the headline right now um you know it's trump calls out google for rigged search results
1: yeah i heard that on npr Um, on the way in and so
0: rt's got that um we feel like foreigners a mother in germany on son's daycare where two out of 25 speak german that's kind of crazy but and this is okay this is not from america this is from over you know across the pond sure but you know in germany and this is we didn't talk about immigration yet this is an immigration situation um where in germany they're having a problem
1: they are um my husband used to work with core ground he retired a year ago oh and uh so then he would dealt with people mm-hmm. from Germany they'd come over and visit and whatever that sort of thing and we had a really really conversation I think it was two years ago already and the influx of immigrants into Germany and the uh, the discord that it was causing mm-hmm. you know and I think that situation is a whole lot worse than what we're seeing according to them right where they were living and what they were seeing mm-hmm. you know it was a, we think that we're so that we are the only ones with the situation like that and we are not in any way shape or form
0: we, at, at this point, we have nothing right. comparatively, oh. but we've also not opened the doors like they have either. Right. And so right. It, it then kind of makes you go, ooh, maybe we need to be a little more cautious mm-hmm. than just throwing out, you yeah. know, talking points. Let's yeah. think this through. And
1: that's something I don't think that any of those European countries expected.
0: You know. no because because the the nice thing to do the p c thing to do is just let them in Absolutely. no borders no no nations right well that's dangerous because yep. then then who who wins right well the populace wins mm-hmm. and so when you bring in an entirely different culture yep. they don't assimilate well
1: yep no it's uh that's a whole other issue and that you know that's something that's been discussed for years and years and years and mm-hmm. they just can't get together on it you know <sighs> come on yeah. you guys think about this what are you so-
0: What's your um, cliff notes on your thought on immigration? Oh, immigration, because <laughs> <laughs> cliff notes are easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> immigration needs to be regulated, and I and I mm. abs- it just does, you know. And um, I, I feel really, you know, when um, when again here are our face bag or whatever mm. Facebook comes out. Okay, <laughs> an illegal immigrant killed this gal in I- Iowa. Mm. You do not make that political. That that was absolutely horrible, mm-hmm. you know. As far as I'm concerned, but. And again, but,
0: but shouldn't it be brought out as? I mean, the okay. Here's here's my thought. If I go out and drive a car and I don't have yep. a license, I don't have insurance. I'm not yep. legally allowed right. to be on the road. Yep. I'm not supposed to be there. Right. If someone runs into me, yep. yep. My perspective is that's my fault. Now I don't know if the law says that, but it should. Yep. Because I was not legally supposed to be there. Right. I kind of see, see it in a similar light.
1: Right. And I understand that, but you do not. I don't feel that you politicize a young woman's oh, no, murder no be, way. for immigration right. there. Our immigration situation needs to be fixed and they can't agree on it. You mm-hmm. know, they, they, there's a, there needs to be a vetting process, which there kind of is, but evidently it's not being followed, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, I, uh, I'm, I I'm, that, not, I'm not, yeah. the, I'm not a wall builder in any way, shape or form. I think there are other things that you can do, you know, but so that's where I'm at.
0: Do you think it could be, um, diminished if, Businesses were held to a different standard.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And you know, but then that
0: brings more regulation, more no, inspectors at some well, level, doesn't it? You
1: know, the thing is, is that okay? Here's what you need to do: is that okay? In order to whether it's the dairies or any or the vegetable farmers, fruit farmers, you know, they they need the immigrants. Okay, then there needs to be a process, an easy process, mm-hmm. where they can hire them, a seasonal worker, give a, a seasonal worker visa type right. of thing. You know, what what's wrong with something like that? Nothing. Yeah. See. But the
0: problem is, you have to, you got to police that on both sides, and that's difficult, right?
1: And so there's there's a lot of fault to be mm-hmm. put on a lot of people, and not just necessarily the immigrant who's trying to come up here and pick tomatoes for a season so he has put groceries right. on the table for his family. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: And you know the reality is, I I do believe that most immigrants that end up being here undocumented, yep, are probably not nefarious.
1: Oh. I agree.
0: However, it does create a situation that is um, not good. Yeah. Yeah. Because of those that will come in that are.
1: Right. You know, it's a a very small portion of the undocumented workers that is causing a problem for Mm -hmm. everybody else, just like it's a very small portion of whatever... I can't say a small portion of congressmen causing a problem for everybody else because it's a large portion <laughs> a large of congressmen. Portion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a poor comparison. Anyway, <laughs> I tried. Anyway. Uh, I you, I, you, you, I did look up.
0: Hint. I did look up a stat. Um, the abortions due to rape and incest is one point five percent. Sorry, so I did not, it's, okay. it's still okay. in that okay. that under two okay. percent. Okay. Sorry, just so I clear yep. that up. It wasn't zero point zero percent. hmm Still, anyway. Yep. Just. A, a call back to there
1: okay thank you um, you looked up your facts this is good it's weird you isn't know, it? i really appre- I, you do not see that very often yeah so mm-hmm.
0: i yeah <laughs> i i i have beliefs and i have opinions. i know you do i know well that's and, good and uh, but i want to know why you want grant county and Millbank to vote for you
1: why do i want because first of all they're going to get somebody who's honest there's going to get somebody who has some common sense and there's going to they're going to get somebody who's going to work i don't like to say the little guy but for the little guy you know some what you see out there is that with anything it's the big boys the money that sort of thing they're the ones who get the attention and i i'm kind of that little guy person you know as a as a small business owner educator you know that sort of thing you you know you know that sometimes there are people in this community in the community whether it's a state that just don't have anybody to speak for them and that's what i do so
0: Speaking of the little guy, mm-hmm. give me your take on the Supreme Court decision that removed the the need for a brick-and-mortar location in a state for, the sales for, tax. A st- for sales tax collection.
1: You know, when this first came out, and Deb Peterson, one of the you know, senators from down by Brandon or someplace, was really, really pushing this, and I'm going, this is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And then... Okay, getting both sides of the story is what I do, you know, and I started looking at this and then my daughter has an online business based in South Dakota.
0: Ooh, so before you go farther, just for people that are listening that may not know, uh, what happened is our Attorney General, Marty Jackley, um, sued Wayfair and Newegg. These Mm -hmm. are big online retailers. Mm -hmm. Newegg is primarily a computer part retailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Wayfair sells furniture and a bunch of stuff. Well, and I guess the theory, and they made it a deal with Amazon a year ago, I think. So Amazon would start collecting sales tax within South Dakota if um, Amazon was the actual supplier. Now, if they were just the fulfiller of the order, yep. it came from a third party, then yep. there was still no sales tax because Amazon was not going to collect sales tax for a third party. Okay. They were just going to do it for their... yep sales from them so if you buy they are doing that right so if you buy and that was an agreement they made there i don't believe there was any litigation that that happened for that i I think think it was just a an agreement but what happened is the supreme court decided to overturn a from the 96 i think in the 90s it was a ruling yep that said in order to require a business to collect sales tax and and remit it to the state they had to have a brick and mortar location Mm -hmm. within that state Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that now is removed, Yep. which means anyone that sells into South Dakota online and does not have a brick and mortar situation in the state is now going to be required by law to become a South Dakota business, to have a South Dakota sales tax license and collect and remit South Dakota sales tax for anything being shipped into South Dakota.
1: If they have more than 200 customers in the state or more, more than 100,000. a
0: 100,000 100, or 200,000. I think it's 100,000. I
1: think it's $100,000 mm-hmm. within, within a 12 year, months, I think. For a 12 month period. Yeah.
0: Right. Now, that, and that's, in, that's in place now. Minnesota has a very similar rule, okay. law. Right. Because I own a business in South Dakota that we do an occasional um, delivery shipping oh, sure. into Minnesota. So I'm looking at this going, what did this just do to me? Okay. okay. But right now we're good because there's a little caveat in there for now. What's okay. It, what's the caveat? Well, the caveat is we have that option. Oh, okay. You know, th- there's okay. that safeguard for the little guy like me. Right. But there's... if it's all, of, all about revenue and dollars being removed and not collected by the state, you can't tell me that the government's not going to see that extra bit and go, you know what? There's this much more money. I mean, Jack Lee says South Dakota is losing $50 million annually mm-hmm. in sales tax revenue. Now, I'm not really sure how they get that because if they know that number, they should be able to go to those people who are legally required to pay that at the personal
1: level and get it. That's exactly right. So they don't know the number. Right. And again, when this first, oh, this is great, you know, $50 million into the state. And then then the, the Supreme Court did their thing and I started looking at the logistics of it and I went, oh my gosh. And the logistics of it, first of all, is that how many municipalities are in South Dakota that oh, have their own head. sales tax, plus South Dakota sales tax, and then okay, you go into Minnesota, da, da 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 whatever. Okay, now, as a small business owner, my daughter has an online business, and she—I don't know what her logistics are. I, I don't know. She's in South mm-hmm. Dakota. I, I don't. But for that business, it's kind—it's not the smallest in the world, and it's not by anywhere the largest in the world. But for her to logistically handle that sales tax it's going to kill her Mm -hmm. um the software that will have to be purchased are the states going to supply the software for this i would doubt it very very seriously i hope not
0: Um, even though you know because i don't want them in in that business
1: right right that's not the state's business so you look at the software and the maintenance for that software that's a thousand those are thousands and Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars for those programs i don't know how a business of that size will survive. Mm-hmm. And those are, again, they're mom and pop yeah. businesses. And there we yeah. go again, the small business. And, you know, okay, so you get, okay, uh, so in the December of 2019, she's up to her 201st customer and yeah. whatever. And now you start charging, h- how stupid yep. is this? You know, yeah. you you charge sales tax for one month? Mm-hmm. Well, you, and, you, The yeah. logistics are just, you know, okay, uh, Yeah. I just, it's all I don't based
0: know. on where the product is used. Right. So here's the question I have that I don't believe that Mr. Jackley has an answer to, and I'd love to ask him the question. Okay. So maybe you could ask him if you get the chance. Oh, yeah. If it's because it's where the product is used. Yep. If I drive, we are 10 miles from Minnesota. Yep. If I drive into Minnesota. Yep. And I buy a shirt. Yep. There's zero sales tax paid. That's right. Now, by law, I think in South Dakota, I'm supposed to jump on their website and go pay a use tax. That's exactly right. Or a uh, whatever that's called. Yep. Excise tax.
1: Nope, it's not excise tax. It,
0: it would be, it, now in the it, business sense, it's a use tax. Is it called something else at a personal ta- level? I think it's, a use it's essentially tax. sales we, yeah, it's tax. The same thing. Yeah. But I'm supposed to, now, no one does. No. First of all, they don't know how. Right. And they're not told they have to, because right. who, who's on that mailing list? That's right. As just regular citizen, you're that's not. Right. So, here's the question. If we now require every business that ships into South Dakota to know where it's shipping and then to pay that tax on where it's being delivered and used. If I go to Minnesota, let's say I go to the Mall of America mm-hmm. and I go shopping, mm-hmm. every store in that mall needs to ask me, where is this being, dis- where are you going to use this at? And then I should then have to pay the sales tax there where it's going to be used. That, that to me is the only way to make this logistically fair. Now they're going to say no. We're not. We don't want to have that burden.
1: That's a really interesting thought. I had not thought about that at all. I
0: don't think Jackly did either.
1: Because yeah, I ha- I had not thought about that because it is where it is used. Absolutely, w- where it ends up. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: What about gas? If I go buy gas. In Ortonville, mm-hmm. and I drive a th- half mile back into South Dakota. Yep. All that sales tax to fix the roads went to Minnesota. Yep. I should be able to say, "Nope, I'm using all this in South Dakota roads," and they should have to then prorate it, report it, yep. and send it to South Dakota. Oh my gosh, this, this well, is a, a bag of worms, and nobody wants to open.
1: I think you're right. I, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but you're right.
0: Yeah. The, the, am I off? Does that make sense?
1: It makes sense. That if I you're going to require it
0: online, you should have to require it on like mm-hmm. there also. Yeah. Years ago, I grew up in Oregon. There's zero sales tax in Oregon on anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So moving here was a big...
1: Oh, really? Yeah, nothing.
0: Nothing is sales taxed. Uh, hotels, there's a tax, but it's kind of a, um, that Okay, we'll get to thing. that later. Okay, all right. Um, The, there's no sales tax, but in Washington, there's sales tax. And so early on, when we were younger, back like when I was a teenager, we would go up into Washington, Vancouver, and Portland border so we might go into Vancouver um, and you buy something there go up to Seattle and you buy something well we early on you could say well I'm from Oregon and you show them your license and then you didn't have to pay the sales tax they would take that off because you were it was down there oh, well that okay. before I moved out here ten years ago that changed mm-hmm. so then it didn't matter they would give you a form that you could fill out and send in with your taxes and that would actually remove that amount sure. off of your income tax all that Um So it was a lot more work. No one would do it unless it was a big purchase. Mm -hmm. But way back, that's how it worked. Well, now are we getting back to that situation where you're going to have to show your license to prove where you're at? And so then that gets... Can you imagine the nightmare from the business side of every brick and mortar in every state having to figure out where it's going to be used?
1: Oh, my gosh. I hadn't thought about that. See, I have a hard time with sales tax anyway (laughs) because it's the most regressive tax.
0: You mean as opposed to an income tax?
1: As to on food and clothing, okay. So I'm just tossing that out, just yeah. because you know everybody understands there's a sales tax, but then why should when you go to Sioux Falls and pay seven and a half percent, right? I mean that's right. that, There's a due process here too. There's a there's a fairness mm-hmm. issue there too. But. Ooh,
0: this is the other piece about this. We don't have a <laughs> brick and mortar location in the state, but we still have to be. There is taxation with no representation, that's you right. know, and that is the reason we are no longer English.
1: Ooh, taxation without representation hello okay why
0: does the u.s exist
1: Ooh, my goodness i might have to do some thinking on the way home this will make me think my little brain cells there uh-huh. see what we do here in the why Moving podcast okay, studio so then, okay so of course we wouldn't <laughs> we have think. welfare we wouldn't have to tax people so much and if churches took over all the welfare program just my think goodness. of all those taxes i think that we'd we save just there. fixed the world i think we did man my gosh
0: but no one cares <laughs> 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 you mentioned something about a hotel
1: <laughs> okay.
0: You said we'll talk about that later. What does that mean?
1: I forgot it already. Oh, hotel got, tax. I, I was talking about hotel tax. Oh, the hotel tax. Yeah. Was right. that just kind of yeah. like a no? But, no, but, but I, even now,
0: I mean, okay. there's a tourist tax. It's on, added on top of that. There's certain things that you have to add.
1: See, yeah. South Dakota's tourism tax goes to the. Yeah, who gets that? Uh, Humanities Council, uh, Arts and Arts and something, South Dakota Arts Council, or whatever. That's that. where it goes. Mm-hmm. Really? A lot. Not all of it. Mm. A lot. The tourism tax okay. goes to the Arts Council. Yeah. And I don't think that's the name of it for sure, but there's a South Dakota, there's a South Dakota Department of Tourism, and then there could be, and the South Dakota Department of Tourism gets a lot of that tax, and plus there's an Arts Council thing that gets part of that tax too. But don't I can't give you percentages. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
0: So jumping back to Milbank. Yeah. The the
1: oh maybe the last started. Well, yeah, maybe the
0: last (laughs) thing we'll talk about only because. I have another appointment and you probably okay. should okay. we can do this again if you're up for it. Oh, this you is a blast. Just I'm having call so much fun. Anytime. I just
1: love it. Yes. Um, a decent discussion. This is good.
0: In Millbank, the school board just voted to build a sixteen million dollar elementary school. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? You used to be a teacher, you used to be on the school yes, board. Yes, I was a teacher for twenty four years, thoughts? I was on
1: the school board for thirteen years. And as of right now, looking at the options, I don't think that they have a choice. Is there no other option? I I, I the remodeling doesn't work mm-hmm. you know um i uh, i i yeah i i as of right now and I, from what i've seen i'm going to agree with that yeah. 30
0: roughly 32 grand per student is now about what i have not dollars. seen
1: the plans though either so you know mm. see now okay so there's 16 million dollars and what's 15.6 oh, or whatever 16 it is, million dollars. Still, 16. Okay, <laughs> it'll be 16 by the time you're done so so what do those plans entail mm-hmm. you know so i and i have not seen those plans so is that a really and knowing our school board and our school administrators, I can't imagine that it's really, really elaborate. And that would be right. That would be. Which, due, which just, sounds about right. Just knowing that the mm-hmm. people that they're yeah. not going to get really elaborate with yep. it. So now
0: yeah. this does not include ground cost. Right now for me, that that question I want answered. As uh, give me an estimate. Yeah. At least an estimate. Yeah. And maybe maybe make it high and say this is a high estimate and maybe it's a million dollars. yeah Or that it's going to cost to put it on the, yeah. for the land. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But let's do that because if they're we're putting a bond. Yep. That. Our taxes will have to pay. Yep. Let's at least get a good idea of where we're going to be.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to ask you a question. What's mm-hmm. the ideal tax situation for any state or country? What's the ideal taxing process?
0: I don't hate a sales tax okay. if that's it. Okay. Only because you're on, then you're only taxed when you use your money.
1: Oh, good point. Okay. And
0: so I I like that. Okay. You're only taxed on what you. So if you keep money, if you store it up, awesome.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I think a death tax is robbery. <sighs> I think yeah. it's outrageous. It's theft. I think it's double taxation, and it's a crime. Yep, I, I go along with that. Anyone in Congress that thinks a death tax is good, wh- why? Why would I even bother to store up money to pass on to my children? Then, right? Yeah. If I know that once I reach a threshold, half of it's gone. Yep, it's outrageous. I agree. So, anyway, okay, that's beside the point. Okay, um, no, but <laughs> a a sales tax, I do like. I I didn't like it growing up, okay. but we had. Income tax, decently high property tax. Now, my parents just recently moved here Mm -hmm. from Oregon.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, They retired and moved here. South Dakota is worse for them because of that.
1: Oh, really? Because there's no income
0: tax. Well, it doesn't matter. They are now killed with a sales tax that they did not have and decently high property tax. Okay. Not high, high, but, you know, property tax. Whereas in Oregon, no sales tax. Income tax. Well, when you retire, you no longer have that same kind of income, so it's different. Sure. And there's still no sales tax. Well, now for them, it really flipped. So it, okay. it's it's been a little worse for them for that specific reason. Okay. Okay. And so South Dakota is a, not a good retirement.
1: So state. property tax comparison-wise between the two states, it's probably higher out there. I, okay. I think it is. I mean, okay.
0: and and Oregon is a very very liberal okay. like run state. It's okay. Like really? radically liberal.
1: Oregon is. Oh my
0: word. Like, oh my. nuts. Like, it, it rivals California in its liberal policies.
1: I did not know the that. The crazy
0: part is you have Portland, Salem, and Eugene. Okay. That are as, I mean, as dark blue as you come and as crazy. And then you have everything. It's similar to Minnesota. St. Okay. Paul, Minneapolis is crazy yep. blue. Everything else is red. Okay. And that's how Oregon is. But they have some radicals, like nutso radicals.
1: Oh, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. I just, okay.
0: Okay. Anyway, there's all kinds of fun corruption in that government. <laughs> I mean, the last governor, Kitzhaber, a couple of years ago, had to leave for like scandal. Well, he put in his, I think it was a attorney general, Kate Brown, who is now there. She is a miserable, miserable governor. Uh, it's horrible, like oh. bad, bad stuff.
1: I'm sorry. Is she, yeah. is there, is she a pre-election this year? Or is uh, another well, no, year? she
0: won. Oh. You, got, you got the right money and you got the right crazy people in, in the in the metropolitan areas, yep. that's where it's at. See,
1: that's just. And it. so
0: it doesn't matter what the what the rural say.
1: Yep, I know it. So yeah, and that's I'll toss that out, whole rural thing. You look at ten years down the road, the urban, with the way the urban populations are changing, mm-hmm. is that the urban t- districts will be running the state. Yes. The rural districts, yes. such as Millbank and whatever, yeah. will have we'll very have little very say. They'll
0: say yeah. And and that I think turns South Dakota blue pretty fast. In it that could, kind of yep, a situation. Could, if yep. someone like Sioux Falls and Rapid City, if they get big enough mm-hmm. and Rapid C- or Sioux Falls is just growing like gangbusters, I know it is.
1: Yep.
0: it's interesting to see what will happen because yeah. us, us yeah. small communities, yep. might get, well, I don't think we'll get shut down, but I think that we very well could become marginalized even yep. more.
1: I agree. Yep. Even more. That's a good point. Even more.
0: Anything else you want to say to the... To the, to the folks listening?
1: No. You know, here I am. Um, I'm running for the people. Awesome. Yeah, that's where I'm at. And I appreciate your support in any way, shape, or form.
0: Kathy Tyler for District 4 on Facebook. Um, do you have a website or is it just the Facebook page? I do page? not. It's just the Facebook page. Okay. Yep. Awesome. 605-237-0228. That's right. Is your phone number? I won't give your your physical address, but hey,
1: <laughs> they know where I live. Don't worry, Kathy Dash Tyler, yes,
0: at Outlook.com. Yep, call her up, ask her questions. Um, we like and we like you. Come back anytime for real. I will do that. This will be a blast. This is
1: so much fun. Yeah, let's do it. Okay,
0: awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you time. very much. This is the Y Bank podcast. The interview on the Y Bank podcast network. We uh, have a blast sitting down with people. Figuring out who they are, why they're in Milbank And we really didn't even go down that road as much as I'd like to But Next time time. Awesome, thank you Kathy for coming in This is Craig Weinberg Sitting Main Street, South Dakota Main Street, see Main Street, Milbank, South Dakota WhyMilbank.com Slash podcast The interview We're on iTunes We're on the Google Play Store For you Android people if you have any questions? Shoot us an email, whymailblank at gmail.com. Thanks a lot for listening. Come back next time. Goodbye.